Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. It is Friday, November 2. So nice to come to the end of the week. Um, this is Daily Walk. I am Becky de Oliveira. And I'm Japheth de Oliveira, and let's pray for today. Heavenly Father, just want to thank you for this entire week, uh, for all that we processed, all the things that have happened. Uh, I want to thank you for this new month that we're in as well, for the continuation in Romans chapter 14. Uh, I want to ask you, Lord, for a continued blessing in this passage as we wrestle through it one more time. Uh, Give us good insight and good application in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We are back to the English Standard Version for the final day this week, Romans 14. First subtitle, Do Not Pass Judgment on One Another. As for the one who is weak in faith, welcome him, but not to quarrel over opinions. One person believes he may eat anything, while the weak person eats only vegetables. Let not the one who eats despise the one who abstains, and let not the one who abstains pass judgment on the one who eats, for God has welcomed him. Who are you to pass judgment on the servant of another? It is before his own master that he stands or falls, and he will be upheld, for the Lord is able to make him stand. One person esteems one day as better than another, while another esteems all days alike. Each one should be fully convinced in his own mind. The one who observes the day observes it in honor of the Lord. The one who eats, eats in honor of the Lord, since he gives thanks to God, while the one who abstains, abstains in honor of the Lord and gives thanks to God. For none of us lives to himself, and none of us dies to himself. For if we live, we live to the Lord, and if we die, we die to the Lord. So then, whether we live or whether we die, we are the Lord's. For to this end, Christ died and lived again, that he might be Lord both of the dead and of the living. Why do you pass judgment on your brother? Or you, why do you despise your brother? For we will all stand before the judgment seat of God, for it is written, As I live, says the Lord, every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess to God. So then each of us will give an account of himself to God. Subtitled, Do Not Cause Another to Stumble. Therefore, let us not pass judgment on one another any longer, but rather decide never to put a stumbling block or hindrance in the way of a brother. I know and am persuaded in the Lord Jesus that nothing is unclean in itself, but it is unclean for anyone who thinks it unclean. For if your brother is grieved by what you eat, you are no longer walking in love. By what you eat, do not destroy the one for whom Christ died. So do not let what you what you regard as good be spoken of as evil. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Whoever thus serves Christ is acceptable to God and approved by men. So then let us pursue what makes for peace and for mutual up a building. Do not for the sake of food destroy the work of God. Everything is indeed clean, but it is wrong for anyone to make another stumble by what he eats. It is good not to eat meat or drink wine or do anything that causes your brother to stumble. The faith that you have keep between yourself and God. Blessed is the one who has no reason to pass judgment on himself for what he approves. But whoever has doubts is condemned if he eats, because the eating is not from faith. For whatever does not proceed from faith is sin. All right. So uh, we come to the final time where we actually get to uh, look at this passage together here before we uh, talk about it tomorrow at church. And uh, here's the question for today. Jesus set the table. How do we resist choosing the guest list? Um, what prevents us from accepting the invitation ourselves? 
That is such a great series of questions because I think that metaphor just really makes you think, wow, I mean, what a presumptuous thing to do. Mm-hmm. That if you yourself are a guest, then what right would you have to say who else can be there or how they should behave <laughs> while they're there or anything, really? You know, if you think about it that way, which nobody ever really does. No. I never really have before. No. I, I love the story. And I think the story actually speaks volumes to us of the privilege of us not being the people who actually set the table. Mm. Uh, that Christ is the one who sets the table and yeah. Christ is the one so who invites. So these are not and, your guests. Yeah, and and Christ is the one who gives the robes for us to even come to the party, mm-hmm. right? And, and that so, we need one as badly yes, as anybody else, even as the person who we think is so yeah. terrible. Yeah. So I want to encourage you to read The Daily Walk this week because I, I pulled this illustration from um, from a, a great, great commentary that I read and it hit me with an article that I, I read on this uh, by this professor, this professor and the president of this university, um, where he shares a, a metaphor where he went into a hospital and saw uh, how they triage patients, right? So you go into the hospital and they're like, well, you've got like four hours, you've got six hours, and you've got five days, so we're going to deal with the person who's only got a short period of time first. And he said that uh, maybe that's what we need with theology. And, and I think that's actually really helps us with understanding this particular passage, Romans chapter 14. And so he said there are, you know, we should triage theology. We should have like, some things that are like level one. These are views, things that are really important to our faith. Oh, the problem is you'd never get anybody to agree on what those are. Yeah. Well, that's, that is the difficulty, like, you know, right? Absolutely. I think that's actually the that tension. That is, because what one person thinks is a petty issue, somebody else thinks is very important. And I think that's actually the tension within our tribe, is that we actually think that maybe everything fits into level one. Oh, I think lots right? of us, no. I think we have different ideas about what things are important. You know, you and I have laughed a lot about yes. people who we know um, are very, what they would call conservative about certain uh. things who will come down, yeah, but then yeah, yeah. they'll do other things that yeah. normally wouldn't be conservative things yep. to do. Because, you know, they've evidently decided this one thing is not a big deal, but this other thing. Like, I remember the person we knew who insisted that the Bible could only be read in the King James Version. Yes. No, I don't remember anything that he did that didn't kind of line up with that because I didn't know him that yeah. well. But yeah. I'll bet there were things. No, I sat, be like, okay, I sat down with people who are like... Like you're so conservative, yeah. but yet you... Yeah, totally. You know, kind of have a blind spot or not even a blind spot, just there are other things that you don't think are a big deal. Well, it's because everybody has in their own mind triaged theology mm-hmm. already. We have already like categorized things and said, well, that's kind of level one. That's like for my, you know, view of my faith. And Oh, well, it was like when I was, ha- I was having so breakfast with a friend from high school, like, I don't know, a year or two ago. Uh-huh. And she was so horrified that... I send my kid to public school. Uh-huh. Yet I was kind of horrified because she said that she drinks alcohol. Yeah. And so both of us are kind of thinking, <laughs> whoa, like, whoa. Because yeah, to me, drinking alcohol, it's not something that an Adventist does. Uh-huh. She's like, you're not sending him to Adventist school? Oh, yeah. I'm kind of like, well, who cares about school? You're talking about alcohol. You know, we're both just, we think different things are a yeah. big deal. Yeah. You know, um, so, yeah, I don't know if you can get people on the same page because I don't even know that you should. Well, I think, I think people have to decide what matters think, most in their life and they have to follow I think you that. have to actually, you have to, first of all, you have to get to the point where you actually agree that we do do this. Yeah, that I we think make, that's actually yes, important. That we pick and choose what we is, want to make a big deal out of. The problem of. is that we don't even realize that we are doing this. 
I think that we all think, we kind of act like, oh, this is all, like, it's a triage level one. And mm-hmm. everybody, every single issue is like, it's the end of the world. Well, you except know, the ones that we don't want to have sure. to pay attention to, and then sure. those ones aren't. And I think that if right. we started to do that, we would actually become less judgmental. Which is yeah. what, what, what Paul is saying in chapter 14 here. It's like, you know what? Look, he says it here in verse 21. It's good not to eat meat or drink wine or do anything that causes your brother to stumble, right? He talks about, look, I know myself. Like he says, I'm persuaded myself. I understand myself, what I believe about these things. But, you know, if somebody else is struggling with this stuff or somebody else has a different perspective on this, let's not divide the church over this. Well, and I think right? if we remember this fact, we human beings are not particularly rational None of us. Not you, not me, uh, not just other people. I'm a bit Vulcan. None of us are particularly rational. Yeah. So in none of we us, have, we, we don't know why we do what we do. Mm-hmm. A lot of our motivations and behaviors, mm-hmm. we uh, think we know, we give explanations for what we do. Are you agreeing with me that we actually have, we're bent towards, well. I don't know. Well, I, I, don't, I, don't know what, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know what you're going to say, bent toward evil or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I would agree with that. Mm. Um I don't have an agenda about that, as my old boss Shirley used to say. I love that phrase. It's a great phrase. But no, I, th- I mean, there's a lot of evidence that suggests that we have kind of gut reactions to things, and then we make up reasons that yeah, we think sound think so. intelligent to justify yeah. a gut instinct yeah. that we can't really explain. Yeah. You know, so we you've got to figure, I'm doing this. Other people are also doing this. We're all kind of doing the best that we can. We're muddling through life. Yeah. So that being said, I mean... I wanted to say what accepts us from accepting the invitation. Mm. I was going to say I think sometimes it's the fact that we aren't getting to choose the guest list and that we're going to have to be there with people that we don't like. I think that's very true. Could possibly I think we be actually one like, big reason. I think we actually like to clean the guest list up all mm-hmm. the time. Well, I know this is one reason a lot of people have for not going to church. They don't yeah. want to have to be with the jerk Christians or who, you know, whatever they, they yeah. don't like the people or they've had Humanity. a bad experience like nine Humanity. years ago. And they think <laughs> even though they're in a different city oh, and stuff, it'll yeah, be the that same. Makes me so like, sad, well, actually. I, mean, I, I keep on saying to people like, uh, you know, most people are pretty cool. I mean, honestly, Humanity. look, all of us, and everybody has a bad day yeah. or a glitch, but that yeah. doesn't take away from overall. If you look at the majority of people that I know, I would say, yeah, yeah they're, they're okay. People they're, doing the best they can. I, I like them for the most part, you know. I think that we as human beings need each other. I, I think that we were created for community and, uh, and I think God designed uh, church as a great place to connect, to worship him, to, to remind us that we belong to the creator and that we are better when we are connected to God and to each other. So um, I wish we would find ways through this chapter 14 here to maybe to learn how to triage our theology a little bit. So think about that. I'm going to leave these questions for you, um, and then we'll reflect on this tomorrow. Jesus set the table. How do we resist choosing the guest list? And what prevents us from accepting the invitation ourselves? Uh, Look after each other, live love, and we'll connect tomorrow. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. Hey, remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.